It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Here we go on this Wednesday, coaching carousel, huge day in Baltimore, hot takes, I'm still sick, hashtag crew, let's do this. Here we go! Only one place to start. All right, the one place to start today is going to be with a tradition unlike any other on this program and dating back to my previous radio life as well. This is the day where football fans across America can start begging. Right now, silently inside, you've got to be thinking to yourself, Greeny, please. Please, whatever you do, don't do it to my team. And by it, I think we all know what I mean. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. I hold before me the bracket, the sheet of integrity. Uh, Hembo was able to print it out for me in such a fashion that I have it kind of printed up the way we would an NCAA tournament March Madness bracket. Hembo has one. I have one. In fact, the entire assembled members of the hashtag crew are here and assembled around us. Hashtag Cam is in Bristol. Hashtag Bubba is in Bristol. Hashtag Hembo is seated alongside me here. And we're going to go through the bracket the way we would an NCAA tournament. So the Kansas City Chiefs on one side and the Philadelphia Eagles on the other are the one seeds. Basically, they're Duke and Kentucky, and they are already on into the second round. They get the chance to play a 16, or in this case, they don't have to play at all. So we're now going to go through the entire bracket, and when it is all said and done, I'm going to tell you who it is that is going to wind up playing in and winning the Super Bowl. With that, we say a quick good morning to our friend Bubba, Mr. Peregrine. How are we this morning, Bubs? Doing great. Cam, we're doing well back there in Bristol. Wonderful. Excited for the playoffs, even though my ne- my team isn't playing for two weeks. Right, which is uh, actually the best thing we can say about your team right now. And then finally, we come to you, Hembo, as you are going to lead us through this bracket here today. So we're going to start in the upper left quadrant here. The Kansas City Chiefs are awaiting the winner. Now, we don't know right now who winds up playing where because you have to know the outcome of all of the games in order to determine which teams wind up playing. Unlike the NCAA tournament, the bracket doesn't just follow straight through all of the way, but it will here because we're giving winners in literally every single game. My monitor here is out, by the way, guys. I'd love to get that thing working. So, Here we go. Kansas City is going to play the lowest remaining seed in the AFC. So let's go through the three AFC wildcard winners. We will plug those in, and then we'll figure out who goes where. Hembo, give me the first matchup. Let's start out with the Chargers at the Jaguars. The Jaguars, a a point-and-a-half underdog at home. So this morning I asked Dominique Foxworth on TV, of all the wild cards, meaning not just the teams playing this weekend, but very specifically the non-division winners, which one could you see making a Super Bowl run? And I will say, he surprised me hmm. when he said the Chargers, because I think they lose this weekend. I think Jacksonville, I am a huge believer in momentum. I am a huge believer in which team is peaking now. Ask Bill Belichick whether it matters who's playing well in December or not. I actually think, in its own way, that's the most important thing. The Eagles are not peaking right now. The Cowboys are most certainly not 
peaking right now. The 49ers are peaking right now. And most significantly, I think the Jaguars are peaking right now. They've been playing playoff games essentially since the middle of November. And here they are with a chance to keep that run going. So I like Jacksonville at home this weekend. Trevor Lawrence getting the first playoff win of his career and Justin Herbert's team quite possibly being in the market for a new coach. So give me Jacksonville over the Chargers in round one. Next. Next is the Ravens at the Bengals. That's Sunday night. The Bengals, a seven-point favorite at home. Now, do we think that bakes into the cake the potential presence of Lamar Jackson, which is to say... If we knew for sure that Lamar is going to play, and today's a huge day in Baltimore, and we'll get more into that as we go. But the short version of it is, if we knew for sure that Lamar Jackson was going to play and was healthy, would we think the Bengals are a touchdown favorite against Baltimore? No. If and when Lamar Jackson is announced will play in this game, that number is going to move to five, five and a half maybe, but it's not going to be seven. So if you do think Lamar Jackson's going to play and you like playing this game, now's a decent time to get on the Ravens plus seven. Yeah, I understand that. I'm the opposite. I think the Bengals are the team to beat, and I think they have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, A, just naturally because of their quarterback, and B, I think they felt they were done wrong by the league and all the machinations that followed the cancellation of their game against Buffalo. We all understand that... The consequence of all of that is much less important than the news that DeMar Hamlin is doing so well. But now these teams are left with their quest for a championship. And I think Cincinnati is angry. I think Cincinnati wins big. I don't think this is a close game, regardless of who plays quarterback for the Ravens. I like the Bengals big. In fact, I'll tell you now, we'll make the official picks against the spread on Friday. But I'll tell you right now, I I will take Cincinnati and give the points. All right, next we got the Dolphins at the Bills. That's the Saturday. Stop talking. The Dolphins have no chance. Mm. The Dolphins have no chance in this game. If, if, if there is a bet your house game this weekend, it, this got to be a double-digit number, right? It's only nine. It doesn't seem like enough. I can't see how Buffalo doesn't kill them. First of all, how does Tua play in this game? That's why the number's nine and not 12, 13, or 14 because they're baking into the cake like you did with Lamar Jackson, <laughs> the fact that Tua might well play in this game. Well, let's put it this way. For the purposes of this exercise, we're not picking against the spread anyway. Fair enough. So I think Buffalo wins easily. And I'll tell you right now, I don't care who the quarterback is. The Bills are a team. The Bills are going to win this game huge. I know Miami went up there and played a good game in the cold a few weeks ago. This is a very different spot. I just watched Miami, again, albeit with Skylar Thompson, a quarterback, I just watched them play against the Jets this past weekend. They wouldn't have scored a touchdown if that game had been 10 quarters long. So I, I, I don't like Buffalo in this game. I love Buffalo in this game. So if my picks are correct, then the way this goes is Buffalo plays Cincinnati in the next round and the Jaguars wind up at Kansas City. So let's continue and do the entire AFC bracket, Hembo. As we continue here, this is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Assembled members of the hashtag crew around me. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Next round, divisional round in the AFC. So that will be Jacksonville going to Kansas City in a matchup between Andy Reid and his old protege, Doug Peterson. Look, I, I really like what Jacksonville has done. And I think that Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence will have a lot of big wins in their future, but this ain't going to be one of them. Uh, Kansas City, first of all, Andy Reid's numbers off a bye in the regular season alone have been spectacular. This is why Kansas City is my AFC Super Bowl pick, because the game we're going to get to in a minute, Cincinnati-Buffalo, to me is a toss-up. 
that, that game should be pick 'em. I don't care where it's played. If that game is in Cincinnati, it should be a pick 'em. If that game is in Buffalo, it should be a pick 'em. If that game were being played on a neutral field, it should be a pick 'em. Exactly as it should have been when they met a week ago Monday. And, and of course, we all understand why that game didn't finish. Um, so I have no idea who wins that. And I will pick sort of with my eyes half shut. This one, my eyes are wide open. I think Kansas City wins that game easily. I think we have two blowouts in the AFC playoff picture. I'm not sure we don't get three. I think Cincinnati beats Baltimore handily. I think Buffalo obliterates Miami, and I think Kansas City-Jacksonville is over at halftime. I'll take the Chiefs into the AFC Championship game. The other one is an impossible game to pick. How in the world? The game is played in Buffalo. So do we want to take the Bills against Cincinnati (coughs) solely because if I'm looking for a differentiation? (coughs) I will say this, though. I apologize. The game that was played and then called off in Cincinnati. Yeah. Buffalo is a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I know. Vegas loves the Bills. Loves the Bills. Um, and Ooh, I the, love the Bills, and I love the – I think the Bengals are the best team. But they have such a disadvantage. If they're going to get to the Super Bowl, not only do they have to play the two other big teams in the AFC, they have to play both those games on the road. Mm. Now, I know they went on the road and beat Tennessee last year. I know they went on the road and beat Kansas City last year. I'm not in any way putting it past them to do it. I just don't think that I can bet on it. I I think here's what I have to do for the purposes of trying to pick the most accurate bracket that I can. I think I have to put Kansas City in the Super Bowl. This is the point I made yesterday, regardless of which team they wind up facing because of my total uncertainty in the outcome of this game. So I'm going to take Buffalo solely because they're at home with absolutely zero confidence in that pick. And because of that, I'm putting Kansas City in the Super Bowl. It would make no sense to me to put Buffalo in the Super Bowl when most of me actually thinks they're going to lose to Cincinnati. Right, but Buffalo, Kansas City, that's a neutral site game, right? I get it, but it doesn't matter. My pick has nothing to do with who I think is going to win that game. It has to do with my total lack of certainty of who's going to win the previous game. You can't fill out a bracket that has Cincinnati in the Super Bowl if they're not even going to be in the conference championship game, and vice versa. I have no idea who wins Buffalo-Cincinnati. I'll take the Bills based solely on home field advantage, and then I will have the Chiefs making the Super Bowl. They are my AFC Super Bowl pick. Greeny, we're brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Let's go to the NFC the wild card games in the order in which they appear on my sheet we have the impossible one first tampa dallas monday night who do you think wins that game (laughs) Uh, i think dallas will win and dallas right now is uh, only a two and a half point favorite on the road they're way better than tampa just because we saw them play terribly last week does not necessarily mean they'll do so this week i think dallas wins they haven't played really well in a long time it's not just that they played badly in a basically a meaningless game against washington last week they haven't looked really good in a long time let me ask you though When's the last time that Tampa has looked really good? Because I would say that it's been more yeah. than a year since <laughs> the last been the case, year. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the Cowboys have played down to the level of their competition. True. And this week, their competition is Tampa. So, um, excuse me, is Tom Brady, mm-hmm. is what I meant to say. I don't know. With very little confidence, I will take Dallas in that game. But I will confess to being very, very, very uncertain. I don't love them at all in that game. Frankly, I don't love Minnesota and the Giants either. Because I want to pick an upset, and, and, and I don't consider Dallas 
Dallas is actually a favorite, so it wouldn't be an upset. Jacksonville would be an upset, by the way. <coughs> okay. So, but I want to pick a road team. I have Dallas as a road team. There's a part of me that wants to. There's a part of me that wants to pick the Giants. I, there's a part of me that wants to pick the Giants. They just played, and it required a 61-yard field goal for Minnesota <laughs> to win that game three weeks ago. The Giants can absolutely win that game. Do I think they're going to go in there and do it? Heck with it. Yes. Why not? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say the Giants win. So I've got the five seed and the six seed advancing in the <laughs> NFC. You know at least the game is going to be close. Yeah. Every that game know. that they play is so, close. You might as well pick them. The Vikings were outscored on the season again. For those who don't know, the Vikings <laughs> actually, at, at, in, in going 13-4, and four, they finished with more, allowing more points than they scored. Uh, and then the last one is easy. I think San Francisco obliterates Seattle. I'd love, because I really like Geno Smith, I'd love to see him play well, but I don't expect it. The 49ers are the best defense in the NFL. Their offense is much too good. I think San Francisco wins easily. So if this bracket holds, we would have the Giants going to play at Philly, and we would have San Francisco hosting Dallas. Ooh. Right? That's your next round. Now, those two teams played each other in the playoffs a year ago. Mm-hmm. It came down to the final second. Quite literally, the final second when the Cowboys let the, cl- the clock run out before they were able to get that ball, the clock stopped. I think Dallas is less than they were a year ago at this time. I think the 49ers are more than they were a year ago at this time. The loss of Jimmy Garoppolo, to me, is less significant than the acquisition of of Christian McCaffrey. I think that George Kittle might be as good as everyone knows he is. I think he might be the most underrated player in the entire NFL. Like, when people talk about tight ends, they act as though, well, it's Travis Kelsey and everybody else. No, it is not. Mm. Kittle is every bit as good as Kelsey. So I love San Francisco in that game and then the Eagles. So we're going to get the NFC Championship game that everybody wants. You want to see Philly against San Francisco. And because I'm not convinced that the wing of the most important of the Eagles is going to be fully healthy, here's the good news for you, Hembo, and for Cam. I am taking the 49ers to go on the road and beat Philly. Hallelujah! I am putting the KOD on the Niners. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. So there it is. That's my bracket. I've got Kansas City and San Francisco advancing all the way to the Super Bowl this year. Hey, this is Greeny to tell you the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone with AutoZone. As we continue, Greeny's takes will include why today might be the most important of Lamar Jackson's entire career. That's next. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com greenie today to get 10% off 
your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Let's go, baby. We are ready for NFL playoffs this weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend. Who will be one and done, and who will begin a magical run? We're in the win or we go home. What do you want to do? Coverage begins every morning at 6 Eastern with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And it continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. All right, this is Greeny on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. My takes are 30 seconds away. Also, by the way, later in this hour... You're going to hear from the last person you were expecting to hear from today. The last person you were expecting to hear from on this show, you're going to hear from on Pro Football. That's in 30 seconds after this word from ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring for your company, this is a busy time of year. Obviously, new year means new goals, finding the right people to accomplish them. Thankfully, there's ZipRecruiter with powerful matching technology, finding the right candidates for your job. Let ZipRecruiter help you find the best people for all your roles. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash greeny. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Greenies Takes. All right, it is time for my take. So for those of you who are not aware, Hembo's primary job here at ESPN is that he is a content producer for the TV show that we do in the morning called Get Up. That's what we do for two hours before we come over here and do the radio show. And so Hembo's job is to come up with all these interesting questions that he then asks the analysts And we use those to put together our TV show every day. And then he presents them to me here on the radio, and I give you the actual answers. So, Hembo, what is the first of Greeny's takes? Greeny, who is the likeliest favorite to lose on Wild Card Weekend? So we just went through my bracket. And the two favorites that I think are most vulnerable, well, there's almost a part of me that wants to say three. The Chargers are a favorite. On the road. The Vikings are a slim favorite at home. There's a part of me that wants to say, I think the Cowboys are pretty tenuous. I mean, when you look at the way they've played the last few weeks and the fact that Tom freaking Brady is the quarterback of the other team, it's kind of hard, I think, to feel like the hay is in the barn on that one. So I think it has to be one of those three. In my actual picks... I took the Cowboys to win. I took the Vikings and the Chargers to lose. 
So which of those do I think is likelier? I think it is likelier that the Vikings beat the Giants than it is that the Chargers beat the Jaguars. Yeah, Mm. because the Vikings are at home and the Chargers are a road favorite. I don't love a road favorite traveling all the way across the country. I don't know how many longer trips there are in the NFL than Los Angeles to Jacksonville. That said, that's a is that a night game? It is a night game, right? Yes. I think that game's at night, so the, 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 the body clock shouldn't be a factor. The other thing, the Giants are effectively coming off of a bye, though, which definitely plays in their favor as well. They played almost no starters the in the game The Chargers played everybody, everybody and got them hurt. They all got hurt. Which is why their coach is going to get fired and Sean Payne. Okay, you've convinced me. I think the likeliest favorite to lose on wildcard weekend is the Los Angeles Chargers, who are a slim favorite at Jacksonville. What is the next greenie take? Which wildcard team, which non-division winner could you imagine making a legit Super Bowl run? So if, if you watched Get Up this morning, you'll recognize this. We asked this to Dominique in the uh, next question feature, and Dominique said the Chargers, who I just knocked out in round one. So the question does not apply to all teams playing on wildcard weekend. It just applies to those who did not win their division. So that means in the AFC, Chargers... Ravens, Dolphins, I don't like any of them, in the NFC, Cowboys, Giants, Seahawks. I hate to say this. I think of those six teams, the likeliest to make the Super Bowl is Dallas. Mm. And I don't don't see it happening for the life of me. But let's go through the rest. Seattle, zero chance. Giants, zero. Zero chance. Zero chance. Zero. That the Giants are going to come out of the NFC? No chance. They're not beating San Francisco or the Eagles in a game that matters. No way. I don't think the Cowboys will either, but they at least, I think the Cowboys are better than they've played. They at least have the best players. Yes. The Giants are way worse than they've played. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's going to matter That's now. a good way of putting it. The Cowboys are better than they've played. And in the AFC, all the great teams are in the AFC. So the, 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 the only okay teams are definitely not beating them. So the answer to your question, which wildcard team could I imagine making a Super Bowl run? I mean, the real answer is none. But if I have to pick one, I will say the Cowboys. And lastly, if you were an NFL head coaching candidate, which job would you absolutely not take if offered that job? So this obviously, this would only incorporate places where there are openings now, right? Mm-hmm. You're not saying that I think... Some that watch the worst coaching job in the NFL, right. you're saying are the ones that are open. Now, I think, as I've said before, I still think there are two other potential openings that do not currently exist. So the openings that exist are just based on firings. Colts, Broncos, um, Panthers, and there's one more. And, and Cardinals. <clears throat> That's the worst one. I, I, I don't even have to keep going. I think Cardinals is the worst one. Oh, a Texans also is an opening that already exists. And I think Cowboys and Chargers could come open. Cowboys or Chargers, one or the other of those would be the best of the openings um, by far because you have a great quarterback in one case and you have a really good roster in the other case. So um, by definition, taking over a playoff team is good. Can I try talking you into one that you've not said yet? Yeah. I think the Rams is the worst potential head coaching Well, that's not open yet. But it might well be. We think it might come open. If we're living in a world in which it is. Would you rather have the total uncertainty of the Rams or be tied to Kyler Murray for the next three years? 
I'd rather be tied to Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has the kind of contract that is going to get one more coach fired. At least one. Right? He just got Cliff Kingsbury fired, and it's going to get one more fired. But right? the Rams roster is in rough shape. The Rams salary cap is in rough shape. They have no draft capital at all. There's a reason why Sean McVay, who is a coaching prodigy, is electing to leave in his mid-30s. I think that organization is in rougher shape than any with a potential head coach. All right, I'll do it. If we're including the Rams among coaching jobs, I have to agree with you. I also, I want to bookmark that, Bubba. Let's make sure I come back to this topic because I do think the Rams are an interesting case study in the value of one championship, which is to say, if you're now going to stink on ice for three years, you're going to have three awful years. They were bad this year, and you're probably... Is it two more years you're, you're destined to be bad? It's is, three is that... years if you're lucky. Right. They're, they're going to enter a Texans-like rebuild in all likelihood. Okay. Is, is a championship worth that? Because to me, the answer is yes. Um, I, I think the answer is yes. It's not worth the risk because you make the decision to go for it not knowing you're going to get the championship. But if, you, if I could promise you the Eagles are going to win a championship and then be terrible for the next five years, you would say, where do I sign, right? And so would I. The championship cleanses every other Everything. Sentence. The Jets haven't won a championship in 50 years. I'll take one of those, uh, no matter what the cost is. So I think that's an interesting one. Um, and then did we have one more question? Well, yes. Uh, we, we, it brings us to this. Let's lose the music because this, is, this will be a different kind of Greeny's take. I, I think that there is something that is worth talking about here with Baltimore. I don't want to overstate this, <clears throat> although why would I be hesitant to do that now? I am the absolute king of overstatement. <laughs> I think today might actually be the most important day that we've had in Lamar Jackson's tenure in Baltimore. And that is not because I think if he doesn't practice today, he's not playing Sunday and thus they lose a playoff game. They've already played playoff games. So those days are more important than this. But here's what I actually think is at stake. If he doesn't practice today and he isn't playing Sunday, I think that we are genuinely seeing the end of Lamar Jackson's tenure in Baltimore. I don't blame Lamar Jackson one bit for saying, I'm not putting my PCL on that field because this is a lose-lose proposition for me. I go out there, I tough it out for my team, and I don't play particularly well, you're going to hold that against me when it comes to my contract. I go out there, and God forbid that thing gets banged up worse, you're definitely going to hold that against me. If I'm advising Lamar Jackson, I'm standing on on the sideline on Sunday as my team gets obliterated by the Bengals, holding up a sign that says, see, they stink without me. And I think that The divorce is coming. I think that we are going to see now, if he goes out and practices today and he seems fine and everyone comes out of it fine, then maybe it is fine. Maybe he feels good. Maybe behind closed doors they've had conversations I don't know about. Maybe all turns out to be well. If he doesn't practice today, I genuinely think it is a signal that we are seeing the end of the Lamar Jackson era in Baltimore. Am I overstating that? No. Have you ever seen the musical Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, of course. So there's a a song in that musical whose chorus goes, Past the point of no return. No, no, don't sing it. 
Just say what the words are. Past the point of no return. Thank you. Why would you have felt a need to sing that? Just to build the drama. Bubba, why would he have felt a need to sing that? I mean, I would love to know the answer. I mean, all you I have don't... to do is say there's a song called Past the Point of No Return. You honestly don't even need to reference anything. Just say that's past the point of no return. That's right. The point of no return is a frequently, a commonly used expression. It does not require a solo from Phantom of the Opera. I thought it actually sounded pretty good. No, you sounded awful. Really? Yes. You're a terrible singer. I liked you it. Should under, you Cam liked it. Cam likes it. I'm Cam- a former thespian, Hembo. I appreciate good art when I see it. Cambo. Uh, Cam- what, Cambo. About when, what about when you hear it? Cam- <laughs> I just heard it. And it was wonderful. <laughs> no. There was nothing about that that was art. There was nothing about it that was good. You need to stop talking, Cam, because it is better to be silent and thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. So I'll deal with you later. Let's start with Hembo. All you had to do was say, if he doesn't practice today, it has passed the point of no return. Now, what, is, what was the end of your thought going to be? That the Ravens and Lamar Jackson have approached the precipice. That's so, where they are. Here's the question of the day. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. Baba, has Lamar Jackson played his last game in Baltimore, yes or no? I think yes. You do? I think so at this point. Because the offseason comes, they're going to try and franchise him. And if I'm him, I don't sign that If under any circumstances. Now, you might say, <coughs> well, look, Kirk Cousins, he got franchise tagged, and he's made more money than anybody. And Dak Prescott, he got franchise tagged, and he got the huge contract. So Lamar Jackson should want to get franchise tagged. No, he shouldn't. Because what neither Kirk Cousins nor Dak Prescott had the ability to lay claim to at the time that they got franchise tagged was, I deserve to be paid like the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And Lamar does. He can look them in the face and say that. And someone will make him that. And so if I'm him, I don't sign it and I force them to trade me. You trade him. Well, if you're the Ravens, you don't want to trade him. But if he's not going to sign the the franchise tag, then he's just sitting there doing nothing. And I'm playing Tyler Hundley, and I'm not, and I'm, and I'm not, I'm, I'm getting nothing for Lamar Jackson. I think you you work out one of the you know sign and trades. He gets the contract somewhere that he wants it. You get all the compensation, and it works out. What will it tell you if Lamar Jackson does practice today? And if Lamar Jackson does play against Cincinnati on Sunday night, and what if he plays well? What if he wins? Uh, so many. <laughs> variables are at stake based upon what the decision is literally today. That's why I don't think that you're overstating that question. Right. This is a, like an, a franchise-altering moment right. for the Baltimore that, that, Okay, so I'm mean, again, once again, Greeny was right. It is the most important day because it is not about whether they win Sunday night or not. It is about whether Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are going forward together. I really think it is that. Past the point of no return? It, it is potentially past the point of no return, which is a phrase that can just as easily be spoken as sung and from now until forever, should only be. All right, this is Greeny. Your chance to be a part of Greeny Nation comes on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. The one uh, other wrinkle in what we're talking about is that I don't think they win even with him. Mm. Like, I know the Ravens' defense has played much better, and I know Lamar Jackson... He gives you the definition of a puncher's chance because you never know when he just goes nuts and is unstoppable. But overall, I just think the Bengals are a better team and they're playing at home. I don't see the Ravens winning no matter what happens. I still think you're selling short how good the Ravens' defense has been, though. So they've played nine games since trading for Roquan Smith. Yeah. They've allowed 10 touchdowns 
in those nine games across 91 drives. They have, it's them in San Francisco. Those are the two best defenses in the NFL since that trade. And for as great as Joe Burrow is, and for as improved as that offensive line is, it's still not a good one. And the Ravens have all, all of the um, variables that they can put forth to beat, uh, to beat Cincinnati in that game. And Lamar Jackson merely has to play good. He yeah. doesn't have to win that game by himself. The Ravens are equipped to beat Cincinnati if he plays. All right. Hembo likes the Ravens a heck of a lot more than I do. Coming up next, we have to do a green light because something has happened that I need explained to me. Plus, you're going to hear from the last person you were expecting to about one team in the NFL. That is next after this word from Vivid Seats. The football playoffs are here and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Receive a reward credit equal to the average price of the 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See vividseats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. Back in a flash, ESPN Radio. Pass the point of no No, no, don't sing it. Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, 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 see, the, the Greeny on ESPN Radio, no, no, this is awful. First of all, <clears throat> your singing sounded nothing like this. And second of all, by Cam choosing to play this song now, he's feeding into he sure is. this mistake. Mm. The two Philly guys on the show are staying together now, and I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. So this dynamic may not work. For those of you who haven't been with us in a little while, hashtag Cam, lose that music. Hashtag Cam has replaced hashtag Nuno on the program. Nuno is now the producer of KJM. Hashtag Cam has come and he's thrown off our equilibrium because we now have two Philly guys on the show and they're forming like a power block and it's, it, it, it just, just doesn't work. But so Bubba, Bubba, in some sense, has also thrown off our equilibrium in our morning schedule. That's a routine that we got very much used to with Nuno. Well, we have to get to the bottom of this. So let me give everyone an idea of how this generally works. 
We meet at six o'clock in the morning, and by we, I mean the Get Up team, of which I'm a member and Hembo is a member. And then whenever that meeting ends, <coughs> it's usually about 40 minutes, 45 minutes, we go into my office here in New York, and we start plotting out what we want to do for the radio show. And normally, at least once a day, I would FaceTime Nuno and have a conversation with him about, oh, well, we're thinking about this, thinking about that, let's talk it through. Bubba is now the producer of this show. So this morning, at what time? You have it, because we used your phone. 7.30. Six. No, no, no. We, we FaceTimed him way earlier than 7.30. The first FaceTime would have been 6. Oh, no, we weren't in the office today. We You're right. Here. At 7.30. We had come in here today. This was a different day. Mm-hmm. We FaceTimed Bubba to ask him a question, and he did not respond. Bubba, were you or were you not awake at the time that we tried to reach out to you to talk about the show? Of course I was awake. I was awake and I was in the shower. I returned from the shower, now here's saw what, a mm, missed FaceTime, mm-hmm. put he, on some clothes, yeah. and then answered the FaceTime. Here's what I'm going to say. When you did FaceTime us back, you did not look freshly showered, which is to say, I don't know exactly how different your hair, but Hembo took a picture of it. Hembo actually screenshotted <laughs> okay. you. You don't look freshly showered. <laughs> Has he ever, though? Yeah. No, I mean, I, your hair doesn't look wet. Well, I dried it. Do you use a hair dryer when you get out of the shower? No, I, no but... You dry it, what, with a towel? Yeah, I don't have that long of hair, so it's... I'm actually uh, suggesting I don't believe you. Here. I, don't, I don't want to accuse you of lying. He's not showered. I don't know why Hembo's taking pictures of me at, at 7.30 in the morning. You don't look freshly You're showered. Not, no. I was out of the shower. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I 100% no. just completed a shower. I'm just looking at a picture a shirt, of you. Put that, on jeans. <laughs> yeah. And then returned your FaceTime. That does not look like a man who just got out of the shower. I, that's just all I'm going to say. Someone post that so that I can call people's attention to it. I, I don't believe that you were in the shower. Uh, in the meantime, I can do something that is serious and sporty here, or I can do something that is jokey and funny here. Bubba, you are the producer of this show. Should I do the funny thing or should I do the serious thing? Well, I think we might as well stick with the uh, jokes and keep it going at this okay. point. Well, then there's something I just want you to know. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. I was inundated with texts, tweets, and more. Particularly my buddy Chris Carrera was the first one who brought my attention to this last night. Uh, Bubba, do you know who Jennifer Coolidge is? Yeah, Stifler's mom. She, she, correct. She is famously Stifler's mom. She has become a big star now. She just won a Golden Globe last night for her performance on The White Lotus. As a little aside... Are you aware that she also was in a legendary Seinfeld episode, was in fact a legendary Seinfeld character? Did you know that? Because I did not until I watched White Lotus and it caused me to um, Wikipedia her because she's so good in the show. And she was the massage therapist who was so good at massaging Kramer and uh, would not submit to forcible massage with Jerry. Do you re- obviously, you know the episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. That yeah, was yeah. Jennifer Coolidge. Sure. Yep, yep, yep. But that's not the point of this story. So Jennifer Coolidge wins a Golden Globe last night and goes up to make a speech in which she is going to thank the most important people of her life. And what we found out last night is that Jennifer Coolidge, beyond my knowledge, is a crazy Jet fan. Because listen... To the first person she wanted to thank. Mike White, you have given me hope. And I just, you know, it's to you, Mike White. And I just want to say, this is something all of you know. If you, if you don't know Mike White, this is what you should know. It's like, he's worried about the world. He's worried about people. You're worried about animals. He really is one of the greatest people I've ever met. I mean, he gives me so much 
excitement to be. You, you, you make people want to live longer, and I didn't. So anyway, I just want to say, Mike White. Mike White. Wow. I Jennifer Coolidge thanked the quarterback of the Jets who gave them hope. I mean, she literally spoke for all of us going back to week whatever it was, 13 or 14, when she said, Mike White, you have given me hope. You've given me hope. Mike White has given Jennifer Coolidge Hope, who knew that Stifler's mom slash the white lo- the star of the White Lotus and Golden Globe winner last night. Cam, do you watch White Lotus season two? I saw both seasons, yes. I did not see season one. I watched season two. I really enjoyed it. She, Wait, by the way. Did you just say you didn't watch season one, but you watched season two? So Stace, it's an anthology. Stace said to me, you don't have to see season one, to which I said, there's no way that's accurate. But it turns out it is. So what White Lotus is, I'm not giving no spoilers here. What White Lotus is, is for those of you who are old enough to remember it, it's kind of like Love Boat or Fantasy Island in my youth, which is it takes place in a particular place, but the cast changes all the time. They bring up like a a whole, it it takes place in a hotel. The hotel is called the White Lotus and like eight new guests show up and, and they have, so the entire first season focused on these eight people staying in a hotel. This season focused on entirely other ones staying in the hotel. So you don't, you, she was right. My wife was right. You genuinely don't have to have seen the first season to watch the second season. But we're burying the lead. The lead is that Jennifer Coolidge is such a passionate fan of the JETS, 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 that when she won a Golden Globe last night, the crowning achievement of her career, she thanked the quarterback. Mike White, you have given me hope. That makes me feel good. Just made me feel good. They should give her lifetime season tickets. This is ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcast.